0: Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life.
1: You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience podcast, powered by Astoria. Now here's your host, Greg Dorsey. All right, here we go. It's live. It's the Almond Gunner Experience. We're outdoors today, so you got the sounds of nature. Yes, we do. You know, I hear the crickets. I mean, I hear crickets going off, man, but it's a a beautiful day, though. I mean, you
0: know, it's good to get outside and, you know, walk, talk, make a little change, baby, so I like it.
1: All right, I like it. Hey, Coach, today we have a chance to break it down. I'm excited about the topic. It's a little bit different. Um, Big D89 threw us the word desire.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, I I like that word, though. You know, to me, desire uh, means that it's in your head. You know, it it starts in your head and your heart and and, uh, the things that you desire – Um, that's where the conviction of it is really going to start. It's it's right there in your heart, and then it moves to your head, and you're either going to get it done or you're not.
1: Is it fair to
0: say that desire is the equivalent of of want to? Well, you know, my grandfather used to say, you got to want to. Can't nobody want to for you. And uh, so to me, I I believe that's what desire stands for. It means that you want to. Um, You want it more than the other person. And and the other thing about desire is it's not based on what someone else says. I mean, I think that's the cool part. Um, you know the things that you desire they're yours Uh, that's the beautiful thing about dreams they're yours and it's okay if people don't agree with them or even understand them Um, what's important is that you understand it, and you know what you're playing for and you're willing to to sacrifice and do the things that you need to do to make it happen
1: I think of the the phrase put your money where your mouth is yes right a lot of people like to talk a good game um, but you know when you go to invest and your wallet, is it's its interesting what happens when you start to talk about your wallet. Yes. And, uh, and how that's reflective of sometimes, you know, even I think of the verse, where your treasure is there, where your heart be also. Yes, hey, yes. Talk to me about that.
0: Well, I mean, I think conversation is good, right? I always say that the world is full of what I call big talkers and little walkers. It's easy to talk a good game. It's easy to have the best intentions. Um, but it's a lot harder to stay consistent at actually working at it. And I think that's the part. I think we, we're even good at starting things, um, starting the things that we dream about, starting the things that we say we love. To me, it's, it's all about the consistency of it all, right? So, you know, you, you, you mentioned about your wallet and, and, and having money in your wallet. When you got a lot of money, it, it feels really good. But guess what? If you're spending it and you're not earning more to replace it, sooner or later you're not going to be consistent, right? Because you're going to run out of money and you can only buy so much stuff. Uh, So to me, I think that's the thing, you know, a lot of people spend their time talking themselves out of their dreams instead of into their dreams, you know. It's easy to be enthusiastic about something when it first hits your mind, but when the reality of work steps in, you know, the reality of I have to spend this money to get what I want, when that really steps in, then you see, you see who really wants it or not.
1: I saw today um, that LeBron James spends $1.8 million a year on his body. Yep. He invests in, <laughs> you know, his his money moneymaker, if you yes. will. Um, what does that tell you about him as an athlete? And do you think that that's, you know, for him even a second thought?
0: Well, I mean, I know for a fact that it's not a second thought for him because, again, at the end of the day, it's his body that allows him to do what he does. So, you know, what LeBron has done is he looked on the front end and he said, look, I'm going to invest this on the front end, and and if I do it correctly and if I stay consistent, on the back end, I'm going to gain so much more, right? So you think of the millions of dollars that he makes, you know, in a year, not only playing ball but his endorsements and the things that he do. But you also have to think about the beating that he takes underneath going to the basket. The investment, 1.2, that's like a walk in the park. Of course he's going to do that. But that's why he's constantly in the conversation about being the GOAT. He's constantly in the conversation about being one of the best. Because he's learned that, look, in order to do something, you got to give up something. And so what he's willing to do is put his money where his mouth is to invest in the thing that allows him to stay out front. And you know, And, and, and think about it, quite frankly, it allows him to keep the platform that he has because it keeps him in the game so that's money well spent.
1: Along the, that same topic you've got the bubble that's uh, yes. set up uh, where you got the top 22 teams. Right. If you're not in the bubble if you're one of those teams on the outside one of those athletes on the outside and and I'll go ahead and draw the parallel to uh, I heard today that they're talking about a hundred thousand businesses as right. a result of mm-hmm. the lack of a stimulus at this point right if you're uh, a student you don't know if you're going to get to go back to your sport yet or when right. you'll go back right and I know that you've had a lot of conversations with your student-athletes some of them are back in there on their college campuses right. some of them are still here right wondering when they're going to go back from uh, grade school on up talk right. to me about um, what as a student-athlete in the game of life, what we should be doing and what we should be thinking about and how do you you add up your desire, what you want, when everything is lining up against you right now?
0: Well, you know, to me it's about controlling what you can control, right? So if my desire is to be the best student-athlete that I can be, regardless of what's happening in the world, regardless of, you know, not having the information to say, okay, you're going to go back this date or are we actually going to have a season, to me that's all irrelevant because what's really relevant is – when they do flip the switch, will I be ready? So what's relevant is, am I still doing the things that I need to do to keep me at the top of my game? Am I still investing in myself? Am I still sacrificing the way I should sacrifice? You know, I think when you get caught up in this thing of, well, we don't really know when we're going to go. We don't really have the information. So I'm just going to, you know, sit back and I'm going to take it easy. What's well, going to be a problem. Because there are some people that are not sitting back taking it easy. And, and so what we're caught up in, let's handle the information that we do know. The information that we do have is this. To be a great student athlete, you got to put in work. See, that we do know. We, we know that you have to work on your speed, your agility, your mental toughness. We understand that regardless of the game that you're playing, you, there's something some things physically and mentally you have to have. That's information we know. So regardless of the things we don't know, that's what I constantly remind my athletes of. Let's focus on what we do know and focus on what we can do to make sure that we're we're maximizing our potential. You know, I have some student-athletes that are back on campus, and they're just lighting it up right now. They are lighting it up because they were prepared. I have some other student-athletes that's back on campus, but everything's closed. So you know what they're doing? They're working on their own. They know the right things to do. If you think about it, the last couple weeks of my camp, what did I do? I had the kids design their own workouts because I knew. I knew that when they got back, maybe the gym's going to be closed. I knew maybe the field was going to be closed. They still got to be able to train. We can't give up all the things that we've gained over the summer just because now a decision hasn't been made. And I think so when you look at businesses that are sitting around going, well, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Look, you got to make your own magic, man. Control what you can control. Make sure that you are doing all the things that you can do um, to be successful under the circumstances. And if it comes back, we're ready to go. But if it doesn't come back, guess what? We'll do something else. Because here's the funny thing about life. It shows up. It's not going to stop. Corona's not going to stop life. There's still going to be things that, that has to be done. And so all the desires that you have, I mean, you can't put those on the back burner just because, what, of a virus? Come on now. You know, you either believe or you don't. And I just believe that I serve someone who's who's limitless. There, there, there's no end to what he has in sight. So I'm going to make sure that I continue to do my part to chase down all my desires.
1: I love to think of desire almost as a metaphor, fire. I think of the flame. I think of kindling. Yes. I think of... Uh, feeding a fire, yes, and, and how how quickly it can die out if, if the kindling hasn't been built right if you haven't spent the time to, if to left focus, unattended left unattended if you know you can you can fan the flame you can blow into it breathe a little bit of life into it and then watch it really burst and, and grow so give us some some kindling coach spend some time with us here and break down what are where are the what are the sources what are the types of sources what are the things that we can be doing and the content that we can be consuming, and, and, and where should we be uh, be
0: looking for that life? You know, I think the major kindling, first and foremost, start in your goals. Like, like you, you got to really be serious about what it is you say you want to do, right? Uh, because if you don't know what you're playing for, I promise you, you're going to make excuses. You're going to make excuses. So I think you have to start there. You have to start and put yourself in a position to where no excuses are allowed like these are my dreams and this is what I want. And then what I think you have to do is you you have to weigh the cost, right? You have to weigh the cost of what is it gonna take to get me where I wanna be? This is where I am. This is where I say I wanna be. Now based under all these circumstances of what's going on, how am I gonna get there? So that requires a plan, right? So you may not have all the information to that plan. So utilize your resources. Who do you know that knows what it is you wanna do? You know, I'm constantly reminding people, you know, especially young people, if you're not sure what you want to be when you grow up, that you have some ideas, then you need to partner with the people that are doing the things that you want. A simple analogy would be, hey, if you're gonna if you want to buy a car and you're not really sure, you got your eye on a car, but you're not really sure how that car drives or what it does, go rent it. Go rent the car. Keep it for a weekend, put it through its paces to see if it's gonna meet or exceed your needs. So I think that, you know, the kindling that you need is, is this what I really want to do? And if it is what I want to do, this is where I am and this is where I got to get to. Do I have the resources right now to be able to do it? And if I don't, where do I find those resources, right? And more importantly, though, who am I hanging out with? Who are my friends? Who's really on my side? Who's really there for me? See, because all of those things, without that, you don't really have the proper foundation to maintain. You know, I, I was on I was on a call today and and, and it was all about, it's good to have these grand ideas. It's good to have these great concepts. But in life, it's about consistency. If you can't maintain the momentum, if you can't maintain that that thing needed to keep driving things forward,
1: it's just a concept. So it sounds like maybe an audit. Do it, do a bit of an audit of, of your life and your time and your energy, which time and energy, those are limited resources. They're not... Uh, for each individual, you only have so much of each. Um, and if you think in terms of, okay, if I'm gonna set a goal, we start with that goal. Right. And then you said, make a plan and then identify the resources. Um, what What's kind of the, the sequence then? So you've done that, then, then spend that time and do that audit or should we? Well, I
0: think what you're doing is you're, you're auditing every step of the way, right? So as, as, I'm, as I'm sitting down and I'm coming up with what I really wanna do and I'm looking at where I am and where I wanna be, right? I'm really assessing my life the whole time. Like, am I just talking? Or I'm going to, you know, the rubber's going to meet the road at some point. And the rubber usually meets the road once you have all the resources in place or know where to start looking for those resources. Then you're going to have to do this thing that I think most people are afraid to do. you got to take a step, man. you got to take a risk. Because you're never going to have all the things you need to get you where you want to be if it's really big. Like if you're really stretching, if your desires are really huge, if your aspirations are big, there's no way you're going to have all of those resources from the very beginning to get you from point A to point Z. So risk is required. So to have risk, man, you got to have courage. Desire takes a lot of courage. Because you're going to be up against it. I promise you there's going to be someone who tells you that what you're thinking that you want, you don't really want. There's going to be someone trying to talk you out of chasing down what you want. You, you don't think that right now LeBron James probably got a whole bunch of people, and you hear him, you hear him on, on TV, you hear him say he ought to retire. He, he, he's he's won enough, he's done enough. they going to always be saying something. So at some point, you're going to have to have enough courage to take the risk needed in order for you to not only meet but to exceed whatever it is you desire so
1: it's good to focus on the kindling it's good to, to take the time to draw up your plan and set your goals and get the information identify the resources put all that together and when you've done that right i mean it's not going to be perfect no but, but, you, but you put the time in you have put the energy and the effort in strike the match and,
0: and, and you know what and if you got the kindling just right if you've really done your due diligence, it's going to burn hot, baby. Yeah. It's going to burn hot. Yeah. It, it's going to catch what it needs to catch. If you've stacked it just right, when you take that risk and you do hit that match, I promise you it's going to burn hot. And as it's burning, you got to know how to add to it. I call that little wins. When you make little wins, see, every time a little win, man, that's another log on the fire. That's another log on the fire. So the real key, if you want to keep the fire going, then you got to keep creating little wins. That's why you have to keep assessing and, and taking audits every step of the way. And then celebrate the little wins. We don't do that. Mm. You know, we don't do that. As, you know, as people, we're, you know, we just off to the next thing. You know, it, it's like we have these great little wins that we've done, we've accomplished, and then we always go, yeah, but, you know, I could have. It's like, come on.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You got to start celebrating the little wins. Yeah. To remind you of, yeah, you know, it's it's called validation, right? You know, we talk about this all the time. Like, there's some days when you're just going so hard and you're like, God, just, just throw me a crumb. Or I mean, just let me know that I'm going in the right direction. And he never fails, right? He validates. And that validation makes you go, oh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Yesterday, I got two forms of validation that I went, this is why I do what I do. This is why I continue to work with student athletes and try to drive them to be the best versions of themselves. One, my girl Avery Pradison up at UNC. She sends me this text. She's on fire. On fire. Top three in every category that they, you know, look at, right? So I'm like, okay, so Avery went prepared. You know, you know, we did good. We we had her prepared. She's shown up. She's excited. She loves to be there. I mean, I'm like, okay, I, I see you. I see you giving me that validation. And then I go to Twitter and I see this huge article on McCall's And it's talking about leadership. And it's talking about a young lady who was on, she's won back to back titles. So why would she go to a team that hasn't won since 2013? You know what she said? I wanted to get uncomfortable. I wanted to get uncomfortable. That's what leadership is, and she took him to the semis.
1: That's fire, coach. That's hot. That's desire right there. <laughs> I mean, it, fire. It, it don't get any hotter than that. No. Because you know what? She could have stayed comfortable. Yeah. She
0: could have rolled out her yeah. career. Nobody's yeah. gonna say anything. She's yeah. accomplished a lot.
1: Yeah.
0: But she said, no. I, I want to be uncomfortable. I want to be able to give back. I want to bring some 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 stuff to this city. Mm. That's the leadership. But for me, it was validation. It was validation that what we're doing is right. Like, we have to stay in this fight. That's my desire, is is to stay in this fight, to find the consistency every single day, to stay in this fight, because it's worth
1: it, because people are worth it. It's good, Coach. I think a lot of people are okay with getting that started, getting that. And you can throw, you know, you can throw cardboard on a fire, Yes. And it'll burn hot. Yes. But it does not last. No, no, it no. It does not last. No, it's going to burn out. But if you have some logs and you, if you're paying attention, you get some oak logs and you've built this thing right, you got some good kindling, like you said, you've laid a good foundation with your goals, your plans, you've identified your resources, you've built your team. And is that, is that not the kindling as well, like your team? Oh, you know, it is. The, because, the fuel and the foundation. Because the team, that's you know?
0: what keeps it going. You yeah. know, when, when you have teammates who understand what it is to be great teammates, right, Yeah, that's what keeps you fired up. You know, that's what keeps you inspired to want to work hard, right? I always say when you stop and think about it and, you know, you played at that next level, at the end of the day, when, when you know, 20 years has passed, And people are thinking about you as an individual. They're not thinking about that you, you know, your teammates are not saying, hey, you know, Greg was on this national championship team. You know what they're thinking about? Was Greg a good teammate? Was he a good person? They're not, the wins and losses, but how were you as a teammate? That's the stuff that keeps it burning hot, brother. That's why I always say, man, your circle of influence is the most important thing you'll have. Because your circle of influence will let you know when those logs are starting to burn out, and we need to lay another log up on there. You know, I said we got to get this thing what I call white hot. You seen them coals when they when they white, but they hot, and they'll just just they'll just burn, man. You cook all day when it, when it gets like that. Oh, uh, you put everything up there.
1: Well, I had a chance to read that article, and the thing one of the things that stood out to me. I'm going to paraphrase, but McCall basically says. Winning happens behind closed doors. <laughs> I mean, she's definitely one of your super freak athletes. Well, yeah, no question there. Yeah, well, you know, she, you she know what's amazing about the article,
0: right, is when I read it, you know, having her for so long, and, and everybody who knows me knows that I feel that McCall is my daughter. Um, it's like listening to me. I'm, I'm reading this article and reading her quotes, and, and I'm going, oh, boy. I mean, you know what? She was listening. And isn't that what we talk about all the time? Change is made when people listen well. When they listen well, and then they execute. That's when real change is made.
1: Well, when I get I get goosebumps because I think about the, her last injury that I saw. Oh, it was one of the worst yes. injuries I've seen in uh, in sports. I mean, it was just it was nasty. It was real, real nasty. And Coach um, came back months earlier. Came back months earlier, and <laughs> and has, still has that same. Desire, passion, and commitment. Oldest athlete to be called up to the national team.
0: So think about all the things that she's accomplished in her career and done, but you know what? She's still like, you know, I still love this game. I still love what I'm doing. And people recognized it. And they recognized her leadership. But McCall is willing to take risks, is what I'm telling you. She has courage. That's
1: courageous. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's, it, you have to be really courageous to want to, you know, chase your desire this bad. I mean, imagine. I mean, her injury, she had accomplished a million things. She could have just stopped. No one would have, you know, held her accountable or held her at fault. But her desire, Yeah. her desire to lead, her desire to be the best. As she said in the article, I do not like losing. So I'm still a little bitter about that whole semifinal game. I mean, she says in an article. So she has the ability to go, yep, it's still right here. You know, I'm still mad about it, but I can still lead. That's powerful stuff, man. It's very powerful.
1: Let's throw some oak on the fire. I'm I'm down for that, Coach. I, I can see where the... Uh, the affirmation, the uh, reassurance, what's the word you use? Uh, well, validation. Validation. Yeah. Thank you. Validation, when you're looking for it and you celebrate those wins, completely see how that fuels the fire for the long haul. Uh, we actually, had, we were talking about that today. Ali and I had a, a conversation about, okay, what's it going to take for us to win over the next few months? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and we're asking some difficult questions. Right then and there, K-Dog calls and he says, hey, I got some good news. And you know if k Dog's throwing some good right. news, he's just calling. Hey, I just right. called to say. Right. He's, to, he's right. calling to give us some love. Right, right. And he basically says, you know, look, we had a, a client who is from, in front of his board, and one of the board members says, how do you keep your team informed? <laughs> and his answer was Astorio and what we're doing from a video production standpoint. And, and for me, that was, like, exactly what I needed. I mean, I'm telling you, banging my head against the wall. Right. Looking for answers. Right. Look, and, and doubt, let's be honest, so so where I'm taking that is when somebody throws water on your fire. Yes. It usually tends to come in the form of doubt. Yes. And guilt. Which, which or fear. All, and fear. Fear yes. will manifest in, in your own yeah. mind yeah. and heart, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and, and what you're saying is exactly right, and that's why I say we have to learn to celebrate little wins. We have to learn that when validation shows up for us, that we don't just glaze over that. So for me yesterday, that was two forms of validation that I really sunk in. As a matter of fact, I, I sent you the article. I sent the article to several people. Because when, when, you, when you are working so hard to, to want to help people maximize their potential, and think about it, you know, we're givers, so we're always giving. So when, you, when something shows up in the form of validation, it fuels us. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know it's what I needed man because I you know I've been like in the lab, yep, I have been in the lab. Yep. So I really needed that. I really needed you know those two things to happen to say that, hey man, you're still burning hot. What you're doing is, is still right on point. Um, again, I, I just think that that those are the things that's important and I think that we, we have to chase our desires, man. stay hungry.
1: Well, I called you the other day because I was having a, a rough day, had some doubt, and you said something to me along the lines of at some point you got to stop beating yourself no. up. Yeah. I, and I think that you know, that plays right into it as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, we were having that conversation actually, you know, on Tuesday. Yeah. You know, you, you were headed off to do some writing and do some stuff, and, 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 and I said to you, I said, you know, you know what I did, G-Money, a long time ago, man? I stopped beating myself up. Like, you can only beat yourself up for so long. At some point, you have to give yourself permission to fail. You have to give yourself permission to to not hit the mark. It's really okay. It's not fatal. You just can't stay there. But if you continually beat you up, then what do you think the world's going to do? See, because that goes back to value. So if I don't value me, how can I expect someone else to value me? Um, You know, I put out a tweet the other day that says, you know, part of sometimes making that whole decision of of who you are is deciding what you're never going to be again. You know, sometimes you, you know, man, look, I was having a talk with my granddaughter. I said, you know, Papa screws up probably four or five times a day, not just one time a day. But that's why I win. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with failing because it doesn't define me as a person. You know, I have to just get up and just say, you know what, I'm going to try to be 1% better the next day. That's what this is really all about. Can't beat yourself up forever.
1: If you do, it's not going to end well. Coach, every week we get to honor that student athlete in the game of life. I know you've been cooking it up. Yeah, I,
0: I have, you know, and, and, and it's funny because, you know, the word desire and, 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 and thinking about just fire and, and burning and just, it brought one athlete to mind. Uh, her name is Leah Furlan. I call her old school. Now, I've had old school since she was about 10. She's now like 21 years old. Um, she plays at UNF, you know, transferred from South Florida. And, and I got to tell you, you know, just watching her this summer. I mean, she's been to every training session. Uh, you know, I, I actually told her the other day, I said, I feel like I have I, I have my 10-year-old back. I, I have that, that, that young lady back who had the desire and the passion and the fire for this game. And, uh, and you can see it. She wants to do so well. Uh, she has big plans. Um, and not to mention, she's like six foot tall, you know. I mean, so, you know, she's like a unicorn. You don't see many young ladies that with that size. And But just watching her, just watching her mature um, has been amazing. And, uh, but more importantly, her desire, her desire to, to be a good, good teammate, um, to also lead. I mean, you know, she got, you know, I probably had four or five girls that's on the UNF team at camp, you know, putting it in all summer. And, and that's directly her leadership. You know, her stepping up. So so Leah Old School is, is, is our student athlete of the week, man. She's the freak of the week. Uh, she deserves it. Uh, like I said, over a decade she's been putting up with me. But, you know, she'd say I've been putting up with her. Um, she, she's, she's funny, great sense of humor, um, so talented. But she gets it done. She gets it done. So, And that maturity is big, huh? It's huge. I mean, you know, and again, I think the light bulb comes on for different people at different times. Um, you know, like I said, she transferred from University of South Florida uh, a couple of years ago. Um, and you know how mature you have to be to do that, you know, to, to, to make that move but still be in this game that you love, right? Um, so, so her maturity and just, just where I see her going, you know, as a young lady is, is amazing. And, and, again, that's why we do this, you know. And um, so just want her to maximize her potential.
1: That's awesome. Sounds like courageous. Yeah. Full of desire, yeah. passion, yeah. and somebody that's going to continue yeah. to make that impact. Yeah. Yeah. She's sacrificing a lot, so I, so I like it. So I like it. Outstanding coach. You know, I also think about um, when you, when you have desire. That again, where maturity can come in is that self-control. Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of people take a while to adapt to that passion. When that, when that desire is visible. Right. And it actually yields results. Right. Uh, you might experience that pushback, you might experience that conflict. So it's having the ability to anticipate that, um, have the maturity to embrace it and, and not react.
0: Well, you got, you got to build that in. You know, we, We've talked about this before on, on some of our shows that when you get really serious about what it is you want to do, there's going to be pushback from people, especially people that you've been giving your time to that perhaps you shouldn't have been giving your time to. Um, When when you're really passionate about what you're doing and and you take the risk to actually go out and do it, there's going to be some talk about you being selfish. There's going to be some talk about, you know, how can you do this? Um, But you have to know that if you're not being the best version of yourself, no one one wins. No one wins with a watered down version of a human being. At the end of the day, it's about we all have to maximize our potential to be the best versions of ourselves. So everyone that comes in contact with us,
1: have the very best. Have the very best. So what's our, what's our challenge this week, Coach? How do we keep that flame hot?
0: Well, I think the challenge needs to be, I mean, have you even you know figured out what your desire is? I mean, have you even figured out, you know, what it is that gets you excited? What, what, what is it that gives you that feeling on the inside? You know as an athlete, man, or, as, you know, as entrepreneurs as we are, there are certain things that happen, man, and we get those butterflies. You know, we get those goosebumps. Like, matter of fact, we're working on this video. And oh my god, when I saw the video, I'm like, okay, goosebumps. Um, So you got to figure that out. This week, I want you to figure it out. And if you figured it out, come on, man, follow up question. Are you keeping the fire burning? Do you have enough kindling? And if you have enough kindling, do you have enough logs? Because that's what's important. We got to keep this thing. You know, enthusiasm, man, is, is, is everything. When, when people can see that you're enthusiastic about something and you're really taking the risk and having courage to do it, it, it invites people in. They want some of it. So that's the challenge this week. I mean, are, are you that person where other people go, man, I just want some of that? I, I, I want some of that kind of life where you're living. You're not just existing. You're not just surviving. You're really living. You're really going after it. Um, for me, that's, hey, man, that's my desire every day is to wake up
1: hungry, hunting. Well, I hate to be cheesy about it, but it actually sounds a little bit more like a nuclear fusion than, <laughs> than, than uh, just burning some wood yeah. by a campfire. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this might blow the whole universe yes. up here. I mean,
0: that's what we're trying to do, right? So for me, every day I wake up, I want to hunt. I just want to have that thing in me that says,
1: time to go hunt. Let's go get it. Ali, anything else? What are we missing, man? Did we hit it all? Great show, man. Yeah? Great show. Man. You on fire? Let's go. It's all always right. hey, we love good. you guys
0: out there. Oh, we do. Hey, you know what? Thanks for tuning in. I mean, we couldn't do it without the people that listen to us and, and keep inspiring and pushing us. So, hey, remember, we got that hot gear. You have to go to armandgonnaexperience.com. It's so funny in the course of the day, man. I see these shirts all over the place, and that really gets me excited and makes me want to continue doing what we're doing. So thank you for joining us. Remember, age is more than a number. It's an experience. Every day is game day. We'll catch you next week.